a world that's flooded with war. History's littered with body scars, trying to settle the score to maintain an archaic platform of power and greed. People fight for land out of survival and need. So I'm killing my television and I'm planting a seed to fill my head with knowledge that I'm seeing recede due to the media problem. Boom shakalaka, ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, brothers and sisters around the world. It is your boy, Chris Shule. Ow! It is good to be back on the inner airwaves. I think I can say that. The interwebs. It has been, it's been too long. It's been a what? I think this is the first podcast I've done this year. And uh, it's good to have a break. Had a long break. Focus on my music. I got a single out if you want to check that out. I got a new single. It's called No Worries. Be sure to check that out now on Spotify, on Google Play, iTunes. You know the drill. Ladies and gentlemen, check that out. And uh, let me know what you think. But right now, on my 100th episode of the Crystal Journey podcast, we are going to be interviewing two very lovely ladies from the organization known as SCAR, Second Chance Animal Rescue. This is an amazing organization that's all about giving animals a second chance, rescues these animals from uh, from, from the pound, from being euthanized, and and uh, gives them to people that are, are needy as companion animals. And uh, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think often these animals are not only being taken care of, being looked after, and given a second chance, but they it just as much have a positive influence on the on the people that they're taking care of. I think animals are one of the most therapeutic <laughs> things to be around. Uh, anyone that has a dog, I'm sure, or a cat can testify to that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, we're going to get into interviewing Second Chance Animal Rescue about what they've been up to, about uh, the Fur Bowl, which is a, an amazing event they got coming up on October 12th. And I'm going to be performing at this event. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get straight into it. I think we should have uh, Sarah and Marissa ready for a video conversation now. Right, right, right. Let's do this thing. Wow, there you are. Hi. You girls Hello, are looking so lovely. How you all doing? Otherwise, one of my kids looks massive. Okay. So am I coming in loud and clear? Not too much delay, I hope. Not too much lag. Good. Are we all right to be drinking coffee and tea while we're doing this or not really? Absolutely. Absolutely. The more casual it is, the better. I mean, just to give you a, like a scenario, this, my podcast is pretty much just about having informal conversations. I, I try to avoid the whole professionalism that tends to take place in a typical radio conversation. So this is just like us, well, me being with you, you girls right now, having a coffee and talking about what it is that you girls have been up to. So uh, welcome to the cool. official yeah. Journey Podcast. Uh, you girls are actually, uh, you're, you're on my 100th episode, so this is like an anniversary Yay! moment. And uh, we're talking exciting. about a very, very uh, important thing. Um, well, Second Chance Animal Rescue. So, yeah, just to begin with, you girls want to introduce yourselves and, and tell me what it is that you girls have been up to in this, uh, this organization that you've involved in? Yeah, sure. So I'm Marissa. I'm the founder of Second Chance Animal Rescue. Um, we rescue, rehabilitate and rehome animals that need a second chance. Um, and next to me is Sarah. Hi. Um, I do all the fun stuff. So I get to organise <laughs> events and fundraising and take puppies around corporate workplaces for visits. 
I do puppy yoga, like loads of different things to just bring in the money to try and keep Second Chance Animal Rescue going. Um, Marissa brought me on a little while ago to raise $200,000 for a community animal hospital so that no sick or injured pet would ever get turned away because their owners can't afford to pay the bills. And uh, we won that money. We did, we did. And she just kept me on. <laughs> she liked my face. She's <laughs> That's awesome. So how long ago was this and, and what's been happening um, since you girls got the grant? What have you been doing? So with, we got the, the grant. grant, I think we got the okay, was it last year or last year. Like late last year? Yeah. So ever since then, we've been working frantically. Uh, we <laughs> found a location in Crankyburn that we've just uh, started building our internal structures um, in this facility. We're opening up a community animal hospital. So um, as Sarah said, it's going to be very community-based. We're going to help a lot of disadvantaged pet owners who are struggling to care for their animals um, and offer quality and affordable vet care to people in the community so that all of the animals in our local area are well looked after and then we can offer those services elsewhere as well. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I know you two come from very different areas because uh, when we met, uh, just a backstory, I actually met the lovely Marissa and Sarah uh, during a radio interview at Choi FM, I think it was uh, <laughs> uh, a few months back. And uh, yeah, just randomly found out that we both have a, a shared uh, passion, animals. Um, one of my main passions is obviously animal rights and I'm also performer. I know, Sarah, you you actually come from an entertainment background. You're, you're like you've done radio, you've done acting. And yeah. Marissa, you're a veterinarian. Um, so it's interesting that you two coming from these different worlds actually came together. Do you want to tell us a bit about how, well, your your background and how how you two essentially met and decided to get yeah, together and do this stuff. So you go. I'll start. Okay. <laughs> so I was a vet nurse actually um, for I think it was about five years originally. And um, I guess while I was nursing, um, I was doing a lot of uh, volunteer work at a local shelter. And the amount of animals that would come through our clinic that would end up at the pound just because people couldn't either afford to care for them or for their vet bills um, or because they were just not no longer wanted and they'd go to the pound. It was just remarkable to see the amount of animals that would go through that process um, versus the amount of resources that were available to them. So it was either you put your animal to sleep or it goes to the pound where it's likely to get put to sleep anyway. So that, I guess, sparked me starting Second Chance. It started in my lounge room nearly or over 10 years ago now. Um, and then it's just had this huge snowball effect um, into what it is today there's no way I would have ever expected it to be this big and, and growing um, and then yeah I've met some wonderful people along the way like Sarah who have definitely helped the vision come to life I, I couldn't have done it or grown as big as we are without these people so our team are amazing and have had a, a huge influence to the point of where we are at the moment so yeah Sarah's got a completely different background to me but um, she's got lots of good strengths and traits that definitely have helped us grow in the in the interim that she's been here. Oh, um, shucks. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, yeah, I come from a, a film and radio background. So I was, um, I'm originally from Zimbabwe and I was a radio oh, presenter on Breakfast. <laughs> up, girl? Yeah, and then a drive show in Dubai and then came to Australia and started working in the not-for-profit industries um, on a gay and lesbian radio station in Melbourne called Joy 94.9. So I was started off as a volunteer presenter there and then became program director. And that's how I met another colleague of ours, um, a guy called Kevin, who handles all of our social media. And I'm the same as you, Krishal, like I'm a massive animal rights activist. I love working in the not-for-profit space, but I also like 
the media aspect of stuff as well. So Kevin mentioned that Marissa was looking for a bit of a gun to do fundraising events, bring in alternate revenue streams to SCAR because we had like, you know, every month we get donations in, but they're normally like five bucks here, 10 bucks there. Mm -hmm. So I was sort of brought on as create a patrons program. Let's do a ball for the first time ever. And let's raise this money for the animal hospital. So I'm really lucky because I get to utilize some of my skills and my contacts in radio and film. And we've actually just secured a television series, which we're allowed to talk about now. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Debut on the Christian um, journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So through, um, so through one of uh, my contacts who owns a film production company, she pitched the idea of a 10-episode show on Second Chance Animal Rescue, following us around, following Marissa and what she does in the day-to-day, following me as I do puppy visits and events, um, following our vet Kylie as she does all the surgeries at the clinic. Um, and it's going to be on Channel 9 at 7 p.m. on a Friday night. So oh, wow. We're talking mainstream yeah. TV. That's freaking huge. I mean, yeah, first of all, who doesn't want to watch? So we're, we're kind of from the little shelter that could. We're suddenly <laughs> going to be ricocheted into everyone's going to know who we are. So I hope we're ready. <laughs> That's absolutely yeah, sensational, girls. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Uh, I mean, I'm going to tune into that. Mm-hmm. I actually don't really watch um, TV these days. I'm all on the on the YouTube and whatnot. But <laughs> okay, you can watch, watch it on iTunes afterwards. <laughs> on what, sorry? Uh, it'll be on what? iTunes. It'll be you know how you do like if you get the apps and you watch it afterwards, so you don't. Oh, sure, for sure. I'll be sure to check it out. I was just going to say that you know, I mean, I I often spend hours. I have this weird passion where I just watch hours and hours of uh, videos on dogs and and cats. You know, Um, I I think it's it's one of these things that people don't mind watching. You know, like I think it's a good recipe for success to have a show based around you know dogs, animals, cats, all that kind of stuff, and obviously helping them. Um, I actually did a bit of research. Now, I didn't realize you you started this organization yourself because it's pretty big. I mean, isn't there like a, a an American-based version of this, of SCAR as well? Or, I mean, it's not just limited no, to Australia. No, from no, one. No, it's still the name. Yeah, you probably <laughs> do. It's a common name. So there are a few American-based, I mean, organizations that might sound similar. But, no, I started from scratch. So, um, as I said, I was volunteering at another shelter in Victoria and, I guess, learned how they did things and looked at, you know, what I felt I could do maybe a little bit better or learn from um, issues that I was seeing. Um, and it just, like I said, it grew, it snowballed out of nowhere from starting with one cat, which was, you know, Annabelle, a little white cat that came through and I ended up keeping her and she passed away only this year, so she's wow. been with me a little while now. Um, that, that one cat just literally started the whole process, so that's why we're here today. But the difference between Second Chance and some of the other shelters is we have a no-kill policy and the whole reason why it's called Second Chance is that we go around pounds and shelters across Victoria and the animals that are due to be euthanized or put to sleep in other pounds because they don't have enough space for them or they haven't been adopted, we collect those animals, bring them back to our shelter and then offer them a second chance of being adopted. That's absolutely So awesome. that's the whole premise of us. So we're kind of like their last their last hope. And yeah. we've now, we just hit 10,000 adoptions this year. So that's 10,000 dogs and cats that since I started this in my lounge room over 10 years ago that have been adopted. So that would have otherwise been put to sleep. Yeah, it's a lot of animals. Yeah. That is Chris, absolutely... Chris, tell your listeners about you performing at our ball? Yes, I, I, I was going to get into that, but I, I'm just so taken back by what, what you girls are doing. Um, I, I think it's absolutely amazing. 
I didn't actually realize that it's a it's it's a policy for I guess a lot of these other char- charities that you know if if they deem it's necessary to uh, to euthanize these pets. But um, it's I guess it's great obviously that you girls don't do that. And um, do you want to tell me a bit more about the organization? Because it's where is I know that you've been doing this for some time. You've only recently started building up this uh, this sanctuary and. Uh, uh, what are you going to be doing there? I mean, is it? Uh, I know you're a veterinarian, Marissa. Are you going to be yeah, performing yeah. any? Sorry, a vet nurse. Yeah. Okay. So, is the the procedure of what, what you do at the sanctuary is that going to be all around saving these doves? Uh, is it also about um, getting them back to health? I mean, I'd imagine yeah, in certain yeah. situations they're not the healthiest. What What are the day to day activities that you you get caught up with in, in this organization? Yeah, now, that's really cool. new, so uh, might be a little yeah. tricky, but. Sorry. Our current facility in Canberra Field, Melbourne, um, we we predominantly do the rescue work. So we, we rescue the animals, we rehabilitate them, so whatever they need behaviourally, medically, and then we rehome them. So it's not a big facility. Um, we have a large foster care network, so we have hundreds of animals in people's homes around Melbourne. So they're not stuck in cages, they're not stuck in a concrete you know, enclosure. They're actually living with a family while they're being rehabilitated and getting ready to be rehomed. Um, we... we the space in our current shelter, we outgrew that within about six months, I think. We've been in there four years now. Wow. Um, we run a number of different programs that we, we really need to expand, but we just didn't have the space to to expand those programs. So at the moment, we, we run an outreach program. So as I said, there's a lot of people in our local area that are quite disadvantaged financially. Um, there's a lot of... Um, people that have just moved from overseas there's a lot of a, a lot of different groups of people in our area and not all of them understand or have the resources to look after their animals as effectively as they should so our outreach programs uh, uh, sorry our outreach program helps these people to give that by giving them free or heavily subsidized medical care we offer a free food bank um, and free pet goods depending on what they need lots of resources to help them while they get out of that financial slump or whatever it is that is their particular problem. Um, but the new facility is going to be its at least three times the size. We have a huge animal hospital, so we'll be able to offer not only the outreach patients medical care, but people from the, med- from the local area, so members of the public, um, by offering really heavily subsidised or quite affordable medical care. So nothing gets missed. Um, if you're looking at desexing your animal but you just need to wait till you've saved a little bit more money, we'll be able to offer you that discounted price so that it's not put off and it gets done and it saves that potential accidental litter from happening and your dog or cat getting pregnant. Um, so not only will we have the animal hospital plus our shelter in that facility, we also will have a huge cattery. So... Uh, people, when they're going away and they need to board their animal, um, they can leave their animal with us and we'll look after it while they're away. Um, but a really exciting program that we're working on at the moment is a domestic violence program for pets um, called Safe House for Pets. And this program, um, we've done a lot of work on it so far and um, there's a lot to do still, so it's still in its skeleton phase. But um, the program essentially will be us looking after animals while people are fleeing a dangerous situation such as domestic violence so that they can get to safety and their animal is looked after while they're escaping. Um, the statistics show that so many people, just, just especially women, do not leave their partners or do not leave a domestic family violence situation because of their animals, because there's nowhere for the animals to go. That's really um, and we get calls on a regular basis from um, caseworkers of people in these situations. 
situations and from the people themselves um, wanting to surrender their animals to us. And it's heartbreaking because they love their animals and they shouldn't have to abandon them or have to give them up because of that situation. So this is a bit of a, it's not a, it's not going to fix their problem, but it's going to give them a lifeline. It's going to potentially give some people the ability to get out of that situation and know that the animals are safe. Mm. Um, so it's quite an important program and a, and a one that we know is going to make a huge difference. So um, the new facility will ensure that we have the space to be able to do that. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, and also in the facility, we will have a large education room. So we'll be running workshops, seminars, you know, free community education nights about all things pet related. Uh, we run pet first aid seminars. We'll be doing puppy school, kitten kindergarten, you know, dog training sessions. Movie so nights where you can bring your dogs. Movie nights for dogs and people. So mm. lots of different fundraising ability in that room as well. But also community education so that we can spread the message about what we're doing. Wow, this place sounds like more than just an animal sanctuary because, I mean, my first impression was that it was a place to, to basically get dogs and cats, other animals back to health, but you have puppy yeah. schools, you, 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 you're, you, you, you ensure that these animals get the care that they need, and there's so many things going on here. Um, yeah. Was this something that you... You came about with all at once. I mean, did you plan this, or is this something that has just come about? Like the ideas for this sanctuary, how did how did the the purpose of this thing of what it was for? How did that come about? Um, I guess I'm a I'm an ideas person. That's for sure. I've got a million more ideas where these have come from. Um, I Sarah's my doer. <laughs> so She's your what? Sorry. I'd love to get done and lots of, you know, ideas for programs that I know that would benefit the community for our animals and people. Um, but sometimes I guess, uh, bringing you them have a to lot life. To do. Yeah, I, I've got a lot to do. Um, but bringing them to life can be a bit tricky. So sometimes I just have to park those ideas and wait until there's a suitable time. But, um, we've grown so, so well over the last few years that it was just time to take that next step and plunge into this new place and, you know, Sarah winning these amazing grants has meant that we've been able to take the step into the new facility, which then means we can start some other projects. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad this one's jumped on board because <laughs> uh, it meant that we were able to take that step a lot quicker, which has been amazing. Yeah. And I it's terrifying you. because we've suddenly gone from, we call ourselves the little shelter that could. <laughs> we're, sort of, we're, we're a small fry in comparison to some of the other bigger ones. And we're suddenly going... Let's move into an animal hospital. Why not? What's stopping us? Let's have a TV series. Let's do a big ball in October. And yeah. it all seems to be magically working. So <laughs> Absolutely. I, I was just going to say, like, I, I've noticed that when people are doing something that actually has a service to the community, more and more people want to get on board. I think because so many people see yeah. the value of what you're doing. I mean, let's face it, who doesn't love animals? It, there's been this snowball effect, uh, even being connected with uh, with like minds, not just that, but the the fact that you you mentioned you've raised over what was it like ten thousand or something for the for the yeah, ball yep. uh, coming up it it shows that when you're doing something as valuable as this I think uh, the universe conspires to make things happen for you so uh, it's it's a beautiful thing to see I mean you know that's what I I I've obviously I actually mentioned this um, this event to one of my friends you know. Um, and, uh, I mean, they usually don't do charity gigs, but then I mentioned what it was about and they're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's jump on board. So, um, not only, um, this is probably a good uh, segue to talk about this, not only myself, yeah. uh, I'm going to be performing at the, the Fur Ball. I'm going to be doing, uh, some new tracks, uh, from my EP in addition Yay. to my new single, by the way, uh, got a new single out, everyone, if you want to check it out. 
It's called uh, No Worries. <laughs> but I'm also going to be performing there with um, a few other artists. I mean, my, my friends, uh, the Elliots, they're going to be performing there. They're very, uh, they're very uh, animal rights act uh, oriented. And uh, yeah, are, are we having any other performers? We've got an amazing Melbourne-based singer-songwriter called Nussi, who is incredible. She's great. Yeah. Um, it's going to be emceed by Lara Shannon, who presents a show called Pooches at Play on Channel 10. Um, we're potentially having Femme Belling as well, who's an amazing jazz singer. But it's just, I think the whole event is uh, going to tick a lot of boxes. So um, tickets are on sale now. We've just released them. If you go to Second Chance Animal Rescue dot com dot au and go to the shop section you can buy either individual tickets or you can buy a table of 10 um it's at the melbourne zoo and it starts off with canapes with giraffes so you have canapes and cocktails with the giraffes and then you come through and you have a three-course meal um unlimited booze for three hours incredible amazing. not to mention amazing singer, entertainment obviously. Crucial. <laughs> and we're going to have some great auction and raffle items and it's just going to be a fun night for a really great cause. So please spread the word to everyone you know. Um, we've got 20 tables to sell. So it's a small it's a small issue. We just need 200 people there. But it happens on October the 12th. So we've got some time. But, yeah, we it's want this. Fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We want those tables sold, like, now. So we and can maybe be launched the next potentially. Yeah, it will be more than They will film it for the TV series. Yeah. Just that's, saying. that's insane. That's insane. I think uh, I think it's an amazing event. Obviously, uh, going towards a, a great cause, and I'm definitely very excited about doing this one. So, ladies and gentlemen, Thank please, you. please, uh, if you want, sure. And look, if people can't make it to the event uh, and they want to support Scar, I mean, how how do people uh, get in touch with you? How what can they do? Yeah, sure. There's so many different ways that people can help. So if you jump on our website, that's going to be the first point of call. So it's just www.secondchanceanimalrescue.com.au. Um, on the website, there's information about donating. I mean, you can donate. That obviously helps us save animals. It helps us run our programs. Um, it, it helps save lives. It really makes a big difference with every cent that we get. Um, you can volunteer. There's information about volunteering at our shelter. You can volunteer at our fundraising events. Uh, we hold highway collections every month. So, you know, you can stand on the road and shake, shake, a, tin. shake a tin and <laughs> it helps us save a fair bit of money, uh, raise a fair bit of money for our animals, um, the animal care and those sort of things. Um, we have people that help transport animals. We have, we have foster carers. You could look after an animal in your home temporarily. It literally saves a life. Sure. So there's so many different things you can do. Even just sharing our content on social media, it gets the word out in there. So through building that awareness in the community about SCAR, uh, and what we do uh, that makes us helps us grow and it helps us get the word out there so we can save more animals sure. or if you're a business i mean we do um corporate puppy visits to businesses we we're always oh, i love that idea corporate puppy we've visits we've got amazing opportunities now with the television series as well so stop you there sarah can, can you tell me a little bit about the corporate puppy visits because I, I i i think this is something something that well i would actually like to do. I, I work in a corporate environment yeah, part time and who doesn't want um who doesn't want to have uh, puppies in their office uh, environment so it- exactly, and it's, it actually is really popular. So it's um it's something that uh, when I first started working at Scar, and I realised that um, Marissa often got puppies into the shelter quite often, mm-hmm. without sounding like these puppies are a money making machine. <laughs> I'm kind of going, what can we do? Everyone loves puppies, and it just got us into this whole other realm that Scar hadn't really gone to before, which is corporates. So we've now got this massive mailing list of amazing organisations who love animals who as soon as we've got puppies in, we email them and go, hey, we've got a batch of puppies in, do you want to visit? And we take them to an office situation 
and they get to play around and have cuddles for an hour and they love it. And the organization donates $500 towards our services as like a thank you for us doing it. So we bring the volunteers, we clean up after the pubs, and it's basically just an hour of cuddles. De-stressing for the employees. You know, yeah. No one's yeah. a sick day thing or there's a litter of puppies coming yeah. to Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was actually thinking that, that uh, where is uh, obviously... There's at work, and if you want to get onto the mailing list for that at all, um, email me. So it's just Sarah with an H, Sarah at secondchanceanimalrescue.com.au. And there's info on the website about yeah. it as well. Well, but I'm definitely going to try to get that to, to, well, to go on in my, my office environment. I think that would be beautiful. And uh, I was just thinking that, I mean, a lot of people think of the, the animals as getting a second chance, but I think they're giving a second chance to a lot of people as well. I think we know animals are obviously very therapeutic, and it, it's a great Absolutely. way to well, uh, inspire you, to, to help you to go out and exercise more if you have a, a dog or even a cat that's accompanying you and, and so forth. So it's just as much uh, an opportunity for these uh, animals as it, as it is for the uh for the, the, the carers. So that's a, it's a beautiful thing, a mutual uh, relationship that's going on there. And there's been all these studies done about um, emotional, spiritual, mental well-being, like having a pet is a massive de-stressor. That's why it's really encouraged in old age people homes or if anyone's sick or lonely or just struggling in general. It's just the health benefits are incredible. So that's one of the things that Second Chance Animal Rescue does is we make sure that the people who own animals and love them and would often go without food so that their pets are fed because that's how strong the bond is. We mm. make sure that they are they're supported and they have everything they need. And if they can't afford it, that's fine. We'll we'll foot that bill for them. That's the whole point of us, really. That's absolutely awesome. That's absolutely awesome. Well, girls, um, I think we've covered uh, most of most of the you know the stuff in relation to this. Was there anything that you wanted to to bring up? And we covered the the fur bull. What you girls do. Uh, obviously, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, I'll put your your details on my on my podcast. That would be awesome. Yeah, we're really we're really wanting to plug the ball at the moment because, especially with like, if we can get into corporates and corporates can buy tables of ten, it just it means that it's not something that I have to spend lots of time kind of plugging. I can be moving on to next things and next things. Um, so that's that's the big thing that we want to push, and then also mm-hmm. for. The month of June, for the end of the financial year, we're really doing a push for donations for the Safe House for, Bet- Safe House for Pets Domestic Violence Program um, so that people, you know, it's all tax-deductible donations, but for the end of the financial year, if they do want to give to a charity, that money will then go to ensuring that we have places to house animals that they can be looked after while their owners are fleeing domestic violence situations. So that's, those are our two big pushes at the moment. That's a lot of work, and it's fantastic to see that. I'd imagine, are you, are you girls doing this full-time? Because I, I know there's a lot of time, and yeah, it's, 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 what's, what's beyond full-time? Yeah. <laughs> it would be maybe two full-time <laughs> jobs, I'd say. Yeah. Um, Marissa it's, works about 70 hours yeah. a week. It's yeah, never ending. Sure. It's yeah. day and night, and, you know, even when I do sleep, I wake up thinking, oh, we could do this. And, you know, it's, it's a constant constant in my life for yeah. sure and, and Sarah's close to part-time yeah part-time on paper I'm 20 hours a week <laughs> let's just go Plus, with that yeah <laughs> well it's awesome that you're devoting your, your time and energy to such a, a beautiful charity and uh, I'm definitely going to do everything I can to, to plug the fur ball so uh, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> if you if you if you can't make it to the fur ball and you want to support them I'll put their the details below uh, girls, thank you so much for coming on the Crystal Journey podcast on this uh, on this 100th episode. I'm so Yay, happy to have you on the 100th episode. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you. I might see you sooner. Um, I know you, you will have a few activities going on before the uh, October the 12th. But just to uh, recap, October the 12th, 6 p.m., uh, Melbourne Zoo. 
Fur Bowl going down. Uh, be sure to check it out. I'm going to be performing there along with some other amazing artists. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an amazing night. Thanks, okay. Crystal. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks Thank for listening, girls. everyone. absolutely amazing. Thank love you. what you're doing. Much love. Mwah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, there you have it. Marissa and Sarah from SCAR, Second Chance Animal Rescue. Amazing organization. And uh, as we mentioned, I'm going to be performing there October the 12th at 6 p.m. It's going to be awesome. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That is my 100th episode of the Crucial Journey podcast. Uh, Be sure to Drop us some comments. Let us know what you think. Uh, be sure to hit up uh, Second Chance Animal Rescue if you want to get involved in any of the uh, the activities that they got going on there. Um, donate your time or donate your money. It's all good. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Keep it real. Until next time, this is the Crystal Journey Podcast. Ow! This morning heard the sound of a nation warring going on What's going on? I looked at the soldiers marching day and night So the view was forming in their eyes Within their eyes I looked at the comets planning instruments To all they're playing all along Just like songs I watched the world go mad 